Welcome back, everyone. Thank you for being here today and for sacrificing your time to become more informed about environmental racism. This week, we will discuss the United Church of Christ's Commission for Racial Justice and their report titled Toxic Waste and Race. Reverend ben- Benjamin Chavez, who, as we discussed last time, was involved in the protests at Warren County, was also the d- executive director of the Commission for Racial Justice. So as opposed to telling you what I think the report means, I thought it would be more beneficial to read directly from the report. I will not be reading the entire report since it is uh, 86 pages, but I will be reading the purpose behind the study and the major findings. So here we go. Quote, issues surrounding the siting of hazardous waste facilities in racial and ethnic communities gained national prominence in 1982. The Commission for Racial Justice joined ranks with residents of predominantly black and poor Warren County, North Carolina, in opposing the establishment of a PCB disposal landfill. This opposition culminated in a nonviolent civil disobedience campaign and more than 500 arrests. As a result of the protests in Warren County, the GAO studied the racial and socioeconomic status of communities surrounding four landfills in in the southeastern United States. It found that Blacks comprised the majority of the population in three of four community studies. Previous to the Warren County demonstration, racial and ethnic communities had been marginally involved in issues of hazardous waste. One reason for this can be traced to the nature of of the environmental movement, which has historically been white, middle, and upper class in its orientation. This does not mean, however, that racial and ethnic communities do not care about the quality of the environment and its effect on their lives. Throughout the course of the Commission for Racial Justice's involvement with issues of hazardous waste and environmental pollution, we found numerous racial and ethnic groups actively seeking to deal with this problem in their communities. Racial and ethnic communities have been and continue to be beset by poverty, unemployment, and problems relating to poor housing, education, and health. These communities cannot afford the luxury of being primarily concerned about the quality of the environment when confronted by a plethora of pressing problems related to their day-to-day survival. Within this context, Racial and ethnic communities become particularly vulnerable to those who advocate the siting of a hazardous waste facility as an avenue for employment and economic development. This, proposals that that economic incentives be offered to mitigate local opposition to the establishment of new hazardous waste facilities raise disturbing social policy questions. Having observed these developments, the United Church of Christ Commission for Racial Justice decided decided in 1986 to conduct extensive research on the relationship between the location of sites containing hazardous wastes and the racial and socioeconomic characteristics of persons living in close proximity to those sites. The Commission for Racial Justice employed Public Data Access Incorporated, a new New York-based research form to assist in these investigations. It was hoped that these studies would lead for the first time to a comprehensive national analysis of the relationship between hazardous waste and racial and ethnic communities, end quote. The finding of this report include, quote, three out of every five 
Black and Hispanic Americans live in communities with uncontrolled toxic waste sites. Three out of every five largest, three out of every five of the largest commercial hazardous waste landfills in the United States were located in predominantly Black or Hispanic communities. These three landfills accounted for 40% of the total estimated commercial landfill capacity in the nation. Race proved to be the most significant among variables tested in association with the location of commercial hazardous waste facilities. This represented a consistent national pattern. Although socioeconomic status appeared to play an important role in the decision of the location of commercial hazardous waste facilities, race still proved to be more significant. End quote. If you think this report is outdated and not relevant anymore, think again. 20 years after this report was published, the Commission for Racial Justice published a second report titled Toxic Waste and Race at 20, 1987 to 2007. They concluded once again that race was still the single most significant factor in determining the site of commercial hazardous waste facilities. In the next episode, we will talk about the water crisis in Flint, Michigan. In the meantime, I hope everyone has a great day and stays educated. The information in today's podcast episode came directly from the UCC Commission for Racial Justice's report titled Toxic Waste and Race and from their follow-up report titled Toxic Waste and Race at 20, 1987 to 2007. As always, citations can be found in the description box for this episode.